0: Babies, it's Capri and Ashley,
1: and we're your very queer hosts to a little queer podcast. Being queer can be weird, and we're here to be your guide through the world of gay, the real gay agenda, and give you thirty minutes to an hour of queer joy, advice, or us just being loud. Welcome to a, a little, little queer, queer, queer podcast. podcast. Let's see,
0: how do we feel about this distance from the microphone and this volume? I don't know why I
1: was only. <laughs> Who are you? You know what's crazy? And this volume. Uh, I don't think I have bad eye contact, but when people have really good eye contact, I'm like, "Are you in love with me?" So yesterday um. at, <laughs> yesterday at coffee with Riley, he was like really making eye contact, and I was like, "Shit, hold on, do you love me?" <laughs> that's completely irrelevant. That's, Anyways. that's
0: so fucking yeah. good. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. I I um I was doing a commercial film, and the guy uh who was directing it. I was just, he was giving me notes, so I was making eye contact with him. But uh-huh. he was the, the CEO of the company. He was also asking me to say certain things in certain ways. Uh-huh. And he's like, sorry, like, you have really big eyes. Like, I don't like to make eye contact. And, like, my Scorpio <laughs> fucking eight ass. was like, why? What are you afraid I'll see? Oh, my God. <laughs> but anyway, welcome to Another podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Capri.
1: And I am your other host, Ashley.
0: And if you hear a little... If you're like, hey, Ooh. do you guys have like white noise machine in the background?
1: Snoring white noise.
0: No, that's my dog. Um, <laughs> brown cow in the studio. Brown cow in the studio. Friend of the pod. Um, she just, just <laughs> she is snoring now. <laughs> yeah, we're filming on my bed today. A mm-hmm. hey,
1: whoa slumber
0: party. Eh, my oh, what? <laughs> fucking dye my hair blue. Whoa. Um, no, we have a someone's painting outside of my apartment. Um, someone, there, <laughs> no,
1: there's no other. just walked <laughs> up and started <laughs> It's Caprice really cool. It's
0: like full, like a beautiful mind. Like they're doing like a mural. We're <laughs> making numbers on the wall. We're recording on my bed. Yeah. And Brown Cow gets enraged if she can't join no. on the bed. So
1: she will be here to provide all of her earthly wisdom. Because she is a worldly woman. She is, honestly. You could see her and you can hear her. You, you definitely
0: can hear her. Now you can hear her. Yeah, we tried to be like, here.
1: I bet you can't even hear. And we, like, released it. And it was like. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just, you know it's not us, like, heavy breathing on each other. I'm not mouth breathing mm, on you. No. Right now. <laughs> uh, but wait, 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 wait. Before we have, I mean, we've already gotten started. But we do <sighs> want to say happy trans awareness week happy trans awareness week happy trans awareness week we love all of our trans siblings mm-hmm. um and yeah that's
0: and a, a big shout out i recently read elliot page's memoir page Ooh. boy i have never been more attracted to a man via pages Fair. in my entire life Fair. um let's do on audible he also uh he narrates it on Audible and... Oh, he does it himself? He does. And Ooh. it is a good fucking time. I bet it is. It's like... I feel like it's short. I feel like it was like five hours, but like I like two times that speed and
1: let's do it like three times. Like mm. he's just
0: a very special man. Elliot, you know, a friend of the pod.
1: Yeah. In the spirit of loving our trans siblings, obviously it is no secret that there's a lot of anti-trans, anti-LGBTQ legislation Um out right now so do your best to be informed Mm -hmm. um pay attention to who your representatives are because we need to continue showing up for them the way that they show up for Mm -hmm. us
0: call your reps leave them voicemails do it just leave them a voice it's really fun and Mm -hmm. if you have stage fright too if you're someone who gets like nervous about like talking to people it's a really good way to practice it just like get i love that get the five calls app it's free not sponsored i just use it all the time every morning just call your reps and be like hey right I don't like what you're doing.
1: Yeah. 95% of the time, it's going to be a voicemail. Anyways. It will be a voicemail. It will yeah. be voicemail. But
0: so. it's, uh, it's fun to
1: practice. Um, <laughs> And also in the spirit of loving our trans siblings and loving our community, we are here today to talk about, you guys, the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> the holidays. The weather outside ah. is, is revel? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Can you believe next week? I cannot conceptualize that Thanksgiving is next week. Yeah. I don't know where no. the time went.
0: Where did the time go? Um... God, honestly, if we could get in trouble for me singing songs, we'd be in trouble every episode. Because
1: <laughs> literally, all I do is provide sound bites for this. Podcast. You're a professional karaoke singer.
0: Every time you say something, I'm like, I nah. <laughs> <laughs> a professional karaoke singer. It sounds like, an insult. It d-
1: yeah, you're right. Oh, I'm you're sorry. Like, you know, what? I, I, that was disrespectful, and I apologize profusely because how dare I insult your like talent you like that? You sing for fun. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow, you're right. That's so fucked yeah, up. Yeah, so that sorry. was really hurtful. I take it back. Thank you. I take it back. Um, I forgot what you were saying. What were you saying? Um, oh, Thanksgiving.
0: Thanksgiving <laughs> is happening, and thanks. Thanks. The holidays. Um, listen, there's more than just the weather. That's fretful. Mm. Being around your family can also be a terror, especially when you're someone who's a part of the. Legitimate quoi, right? Uh-huh. So, we're here with this episode just to give you a couple tips on how to handle being around your family when uh, when it's the holidays, when you're kind of forced to be around your family, if you're forced to run over your family, um, you know, because some people feel obligated to spend the holidays with their family. Some people also don't have the privilege to be around their family. So we want to be cognizant of both. Mm -hmm. But if you're someone who, you know, tends to be around people who maybe make you a little uncomfortable, make you feel like you have to hide your queerness or you have to have uncomfortable conversations about your queerness this time of year, we want to give you this little episode so that you can navigate it in a way that's safely uh, safe and give you some ways to set boundaries and ways to kind of find peace in that. Cause we've all been there. Mm -hmm. It's not a good time. So We're going to work on it. Absolutely. To get off.
1: It can be tricky. And we are obviously pro-boundary in this space. Mm. Um, And the cool thing about boundaries is they can look so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, like Capri said, whether you find yourself in a situation where you have to be around your family or you are choosing maybe not to be. um, Either is totally okay and there's so much in between. um, And we are here to help you through it. Um, whether you are prepping for the holidays or you are listening to this, as you are already in
0: the bathroom the, crying, yeah, 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 yeah. that's no, me. Don't be no, that's me with my. Oh really? yeah, for so long I never understood because I have like a my coach. The way we describe it is sometimes I've noticed mm-hmm. that my brain experiences thoughts of anxiety and mm. obsessive compulsive disorder. Okay, um, and so uh, I, I didn't know what was going on, but every time my family would be like around me in a space uh i would find myself going to the bathroom for like an hour and a half Mm. and i would just sit in the bathroom and like Mm. sometimes i would cry most times i would cry Mm. but other times i would just try to like numb myself on social media or just like call a friend or something so i get it like and i will also say something that has really helped me has been finding those little spaces to make like a safe haven yes and for me weirdly enough it's the bathroom Mm. like going to the bathroom and just being like i'm sorry guys like I'm pooping and yeah. just being in the, in the bathroom And he's yeah, like, yeah, no, you don't wanna come in here oh no um and just be like I'm gonna be in here don't fucking come in here right or
1: whatever you know the way you speak to your parents sure um, <laughs> don't fucking come in here. you get the fuck out <laughs> um, we don't do that we don't actually do no, that I no I can't I would never
0: I would get attacked
1: oh man oh
0: no oh my god um <laughs> anyway uh no my family's great but um yeah like having having a space where you can you know take a break whether it be like yes hey you know and making up excuses i find like a little white lie goes a long way like hey i'm honestly i'm trying to be more active i gotta take like three you know 30 minute walks a day i know it's uh, super annoying but like uh-huh. it's what i'm doing you know for my body and then just fucking dipping for half an hour and using yeah. that time to like listen to like a uh, page boy by elliot page or uh, like listen to like i don't know like like uh, talk to a friend or something something to like ground you and take you away from the space yes so that you know because the feeling of being trapped is what gets me uh-huh. like when i feel like i'm trapped with my family that's uh-huh. what like makes me kind of go like kind of like not, I don't know how to say it. It makes me, like, really uncomfortable and, like, yeah. panicky. So being able to find a way to take space away from them, whether it be, like, in walks or it be, like, in the bathroom or, like, I can't do naps because my family will, like, open the door and be like, mm. good morning. Yeah. Um. But, like, finding ways to get away from them. Yeah, absolutely. Breaks are so important.
1: Yeah. Breaks are huge. And if you
0: take breaks, it doesn't mean you don't
1: like your family. No, of course. It doesn't even have to be. Yeah, in, in my case, um, I... I do find myself needing breaks from my family. I do find myself um last year I created a hard boundary around all of Christmas and I didn't actually see them at all. Oh. Um yeah, that was the first time I'd ever done that and it actually oh, didn't have anything to do with, you know, my queer identity. My family's super supportive in that regard, but just like families. Families. Mm, yeah, families are family. Family stuff. Is a lot.
0: Especially as you're like aging and like if you're like in your 20s and 30s and like being like figuring out who you, your lip kind of quivered when I said, like, <laughs> like, Sorry, I just, you know you just like grabbed <laughs> Ashley's face. It's like, you could. Um, but like as you're becoming like more of yourself and your identity, I think it can sometimes be hard for like family to reconcile like who you are now with who you were when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. So a lot of like those like things that you did as a kid or like, you know, um activities that you shared as a kid or nicknames they called you as a kid like keep are the things they keep doing as an adult yeah and that can be hard yeah
1: yeah and i think also as we get older we're all unpacking and processing a lot of the things that happened when we were younger that maybe weren't okay. Yeah. Um and yeah, understanding, yeah, understanding that multiple things can be true at once is beautiful and it can also be exhausting. So it's like we can you might be in a place where you do really love your family and you think you, your family's great, you know? And I love my family and I think they're great. And also there's a lot of things that are not okay for me. Yeah. Um and so Trying to figure out how to navigate that space, especially around the holidays, as you are like maybe, I don't know, being triggered in some ways um, or just feeling uncomfortable. Um, It is okay to, like you said, take breaks. It's okay even if you are somebody who feels like I have to see my family, that doesn't mean you have to spend the entire day with them. Yeah, you can that's pop good. in, pop out. Mm-hmm. You know, instant space.
0: Yes. Even if it's like, like for me, like I have to travel to see my family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even if it's like, you know, um, like I'm in this the state that my family's in, or whatever. Like finding ways to be like, oh, don't worry, I'll go get the groceries, or I'll, you know, oh, oh, I'm actually going to go out to lunch and like. You know, like go to this new spot by myself, or like I'm gonna go take a meeting somewhere Mm -hmm. and like find ways to just kind of give yourself space because i think it really also comes down to like bandwidth like Mm -hmm. you know a lot of us can deal with a lot of things that like maybe make us uncomfortable a little frustrating and stuff and like not saying that you should but like if you have the you know like you should never be in a position where you're having to deal with the things that make you uncomfortable right but i know sometimes like i love my family so much my family's amazing Mm -hmm. and also sometimes they annoy the shit out of me Mm -hmm. i think it's just family yeah family just does that they just know how to push your buttons Mm -hmm. and like they'll they'll fucking push them like they, they will push them um you know and so like Whether it be intentionally or not intentionally, they will push them. So having the space to get away from that and then so that you have the bandwidth, so things that will not affect you like as strong as it may if you don't have the bandwidth to deal with it. Right. Bandwidth mean like the mental capacity. Mm -hmm. And the ways that I think that you like elongate that bandwidth and like (laughs) give yourself the battery
1: is like taking breaks. Yes, absolutely. And also going back to the note about phoning a friend, phoning a friend is so important. Like- have your safe people, your yeah. go-to people on deck. And also be like safe people for other people. Yeah. Especially if you are somebody who... Reciprocity. Yes. If you are somebody who is having to spend time with your family, but you know you're going to be walking into a situation where you're going to get misgendered a lot. Mm. Um, you're going to have your queer identity invalidated a lot. You need to have your safe people, your safe go-tos to remind you that there are people, so many people out there who love you and see you. As you. As you. Mm-hmm. As all of you and who, who you are right now. And that even though you are in this space right now with people who don't, that this is temporary. Yeah. And that the life that you have created for yourself, the chosen family that you have, that that is what really matters. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, have those people ready to go. Because you—that's—that's that's what you're here for. That's what they're here for. Um, and yeah, like we said, be there, be, be those people for other people as well. Like I have my friends who I know I need to check in with on Thanksgiving and Christmas and like yeah. you, hey, I love you, I see you. Yep, I like, see. You. There are people here. You who got this. Who see
0: you. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Having your little like your your cheerleaders and being a cheerleader for other people mm-hmm. is is really really helpful. I also think like having like your especially if it's a space where you don't feel comfortable like flexing your queerness, you know, mm-hmm. or like. Like I'm, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm kind of queer. And so <laughs> like, and, and it, it's, it's, my family's great. My family, you know, my uncle paved the way for my family to be okay with the queerness. And so like, I'm, I'm very lucky, but also like, I still don't want to, like, I don't want to have to describe like, yeah, like I'm bisexual, but I'm like romantic and this and like, no, I don't want a boyfriend and like and having mm-hmm. those kind of conversations and dealing with that. um, You know, uh, so, or like, you know, like I get, I get mislabeled a lot with my family mm-hmm. Like and they don't mean to, but they just don't understand. Like that, I'm a girl, uh, allegedly. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, I I don't really I don't really talk about my non bis with my family because like I don't want to do that that much. Yeah, my my closer ones knows. Um, and if they listen to this podcast, they found out. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, surprise, surprise. <laughs> See you all in the week. Um, <laughs> we won't talk about it. Um, but uh, uh, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> oh yeah, and so having um having some like I think uh because you're not, if you're not in a space where you can fully be like one with your queerness or like talk about your queerness as much as you'd like mm-hmm. to because I'm a queer person who like likes to talk about my queerness, mm-hmm. having like maybe a couple of queer shows on deck or something yeah. that like for nighttime or like a book that you want. I don't know why I keep wanting to plug page boy. But maybe it's because like, really what if Elliot's listening? <laughs> what if Um, listening? No, it's fine. Yeah. Mm. Um But like having queer content for you to consume that you feel good about consuming during the time yeah. that you're like not able to like really be in your full queerness, queerness for mm-hmm. um your, your, queen, <laughs> your
1: queen,
0: <and> <laughs> <laughs> for like safety reasons or mm-hmm. for, like mental bandwidth reasons um just having something for you to like be like oh, this is for me and that night i'm gonna watch a couple episodes of this queer tv show or i'm gonna listen to this book or i'm gonna like listen to a podcast that's queer or like i don't know read a gay comic book or something that's like like a media for you to consume that you feel like aligned with that feels safe with you because you can't be your full queer self in a space right i i recommend doing i think that's really
1: helpful yeah absolutely and this may be a more niche experience though i don't feel like it is because i made an entire movie about it um but for people who are partnered with people for people who are out and like they have, you know, supportive family structures and their chosen family and everything, but they are partnered with people who are maybe still in the closet. I. It can what, wait, what be a very tricky time. About? Happiest season. I didn't watch it. That's what and we can talk about it case now do? because the strike is over. The strike is over. Um, yeah. The, the You didn't watch it. Don't ever watch it. It is <sighs> absolutely atrocious. It, no! It's infuriating. Kristen Stewart is iconic, but she always is. Aubrey Plaza is iconic, but she always is. Um, but that movie it's bad. is, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's Wait, Can I make a quick rundown of the plot? <clears throat> so I don't even know Kristen Stewart's partner. I don't know the actress's name. So sorry, no disrespect. She, I'm sure she's lovely, but her character is fucking awful. Really? Um, Let's go her. Jenny. And okay, sure. Um, she takes Kristen Stewart home um, for the holidays. She's still in the closet. So Kristen Stewart is her friend. Well, Kristen Stewart right? looks so
0: good. Ge- no can Could you imagine So-gi. me bringing in like Kristen Stewart So-gi. and being like, yeah, this is my chemistry partner. Yeah,
1: and Homegirls family is awful basically they're just wild um and she ends up like flirting with her ex-boyfriend in front of case dude uh yeah she like stays out it's i have i watched it one time two years ago so it's not like fresh in my mind or anything um but aubrey plaza is this girl's like ex and they like bond because she had to do the whole like being in the closet Oh, so thing Kristen too. Stewart and Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, but Janet. they didn't end up together. No, what because the fuck? that's how the movie should have gone. They Kristen Stewart ends up ending up with the the fucking terrible Janet. Yeah, yeah, Janet, sure. We're calling her Janet. Um anyways, <laughs> circling back. Hurt. It's so bad. If I'm you ever want to be really mad, watch that movie. What? I was so excited to get like a yeah. sapphic holiday movie and then it was horror my friend
0: rivka shout out rivka reyes is mm. like an iconic sapphic um content creator and actor yeah. they I, I feel like their movie is like not my i'm just like a holiday i'm like it's like a holiday but yeah. they just also did a did a um a gay holiday movie too mm. i think on hallmark
1: i love that yeah yeah hopefully that one's better but for for people in that situation right it's tricky because obviously like You want to be of support to each other. Yeah. um, But you also, like, it is okay to create boundaries for yourselves. Yeah. Um, It's okay if you're the person, you know, supporting your partner who's still in the closet and you don't want to be back in that setting. Mm -hmm. That is okay. And you should be considerate of that. And also vice versa, if you do need support from your partner and you know you're you're in the closet, but you still want them to be there for you. Yeah, like you you really have to work together on that, mm-hmm. um, and acknowledge that all of the feelings are valid, all of them, um, not because, just one, not just two. Yeah, because I I have definitely been in the position where you know you're spending the holidays with your partner, but you have to be their friend, and it is rough. It can be very rough. But it's beautiful to be able to be there and be of support and still get to feel like, okay, I'm here and I'm in it with you. But also, like, it prevents its own challenges. I mean, presents its own challenges. Um, so, yeah, just try to be as aware as you can and and open and vulnerable in working together as a team. Um, because you guys both deserve to feel, like, safe mm. this season.
0: I want to ask you questions about boundaries because, you know, we're a pro-boundary pod.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so how how would you if someone was like I want to like set boundaries with my family but being like hey if you when you're talking about this it makes me uncomfortable like I'll I'll I don't want to have these conversations with you or you know I'm going to take space yeah how do you feel like how what advice would you give for people who are like when I say that to my family they don't listen and they just keep doing it or they'll say like I'm overly sensitive
1: mm. I am a a huge proponent of giving people the opportunity right so communicating in love, setting the boundary clearly. And if they do not respect the boundary, I am pro removing your presence. Mm, I say, because, because sometimes the silence is louder and and people need to be confronted with that. And if they love you and they care about you, then it might, it's not going to be an immediate switch, but eventually they will get it. But at the end of the day, a boundary can only be a boundary if you were actually enforcing said boundary. That's
0: such a good point because you can be like, yeah, like a. a I love um, Nedra Tawab is a, mm-hmm. a really incredible writer and, and content creator and a therapist who like makes content about boundaries and stuff, and and she talks about that a lot. Like you can't like a boundary isn't just when you say that I'm I I don't feel good about it. Right. Like a boundary has to be like, and I don't want you to do this. Yes or exactly or this will happen yes not like just don't because you can't control other people no you can't be like don't do that i don't like it uh-huh. you know you can but sometimes people will be like well but then you have to make the choice then like okay if, if they repeat this thing what can i do to take care of myself right and i think that's been the hardest thing for me with boundaries is uh-huh. being like don't do this it makes me feel weird and then being like okay well they did it again yeah don't do it right
1: yeah, and I get it. And you and I were t- kind of talking about this yesterday, but even for me, last year um, with the holidays, I love my family so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I am the eldest daughter. <laughs> I have three brothers. I have a, a pretty good relationship, like, well, a really good relationship with my parents. And also, there are a lot of things that historically have not been okay for me mm-hmm. that I have let slide because I love my family and I do love being around them. And usually i just let the feeling of like loving being around them pretty much override everything else mm-hmm. even if i'm uncomfortable or i'm upset or i feel invalidated in whatever way it is and so last year was my first time where i was like no this is not okay for me and even though i do love you guys and i'm going to miss you i need to take a step back yeah and sometimes you have to do that you have to do that and and i can honestly say that me doing that and and also giving myself the opportunity to like take that space for myself um, it benefited me, but it also like provided perspective for them yeah. because I was enforcing the boundary. Because you're right, you do have to do the thing where, you know, if, if, if it's something like being misgendered, you know, setting the boundary that, um, giving people grace, right? So maybe it can be that, you know, you guys actively are trying to correct yourselves if you are misgendering me. And if you don't do that, That's okay. But then I won't be around. Like I I will Mm -hmm. not be present for Thanksgiving. I will not be present for Christmas. And then actually not being present. Yeah. You are not, you know? And that's hard. And I guess going into people who either aren't able to be around their families or choosing not to be around their families. This is where the the beauty of chosen family comes in. Mm. Because... Friendsgiving. Yes. Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving, Friendsmas. Friendsmas. Friendsmas is everything to me. We do it every year. Last year... Because I wasn't with my family, I did Christmas Eve with one of my best friends' families, and Christmas Day with another one of my best friends' families. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, see who else has got a uh, you know safe situations for you to mm-hmm. jump into.
0: And people will like if Absolutely. you learn, like I I I if people are in town and they're available and they're your friend, like people will want you to come to their. Yes. Thing. People don't want you to be alone. In the hallways. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and also there is nothing bad about it like if you are someone who's like i actually just rather like cook holiday cookies myself yeah and then just watch movies like that's that sounds like a fucking grand old time yes but if you do want to be with people but you can't you don't feel
1: comfortable being with your family people will want to you to be with them right you just gotta ask right absolutely yeah the our main thing is <laughs> there's been so much conditioning around like you have to love your family no matter what mm-hmm. and you have to be able to like blood this is, is your mom yeah. she's your mom like he's your but dad she's <laughs> your mom yeah like come on, wait
0: come on but she you you came out of her right she fed you for 18 years
1: right. Right, right 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 sure yeah no that's all bullshit it's it's all bullshit you get to do whatever you need to do to make sure that you are okay that you feel safe that you feel loved and if that is not with your mm-hmm. your blood relatives That is okay.
0: Yeah. And I think also a lot of like, I feel like a lot of um, like advice on this thing is like cut that person off. And -hmm. I think in a lot of situations, like with a lot of different cultures and stuff, it's very difficult to actually manage cutting things off Uh and with people. And I don't think that's the only way you have to do it. I think also like, Finding the courage and empowering yourself enough to have uncomfortable conversations mm-hmm. with people, because I think people, uh, you know, it, it can be difficult, especially when you're talking to like an older generation to like have conversations about like, hey, this makes me feel weird, because a lot of times it's like, well, like my mom did, and I right. didn't even, you know, um, you're so sensitive, but really being like, hey, I, I'm, you know, <laughs> my, my grandma, I'm being so serious right now, mom, like, <laughs> yeah. but like, like in a way, like with that family, it'd be being like this when you it, this is hurting me right and i know it's a joke and i know your intention would never be to hurt me mm. but when you're saying this i'm feeling really hurt mm-hmm. and when you're able to have those conversations i would say most people i don't know your family situation so i can't say like right that they'll be like well my heart grew three sizes that day yeah but um i know that you know even at, at that point, I think that just having that conversation provides a lot of clarity because at that point, one of two things going to happen. Either mm-hmm. they're going to be like, if you fully commit to having that conversation, either they're going to hunker down in what they're saying and that gives you more clarity mm-hmm. or you're going to be like, you know what, I had this conversation and it worked out and we're taking baby steps. But you now have like more more data points so that you can make your next decision. If yeah. you tell them that something that they said genuinely hurt you, and they don't want to apologize for genuinely hurt you. They don't want to adjust for genuinely hurting you. Um, then I think, you know, you can start to gradually take space further. And that doesn't mean having to cut off. That means, like, longer walks. Right. That means, you know, um, instead of going for Thanksgiving and any other holidays, like, go and pick one, you yeah. know, and you do one. Yeah. I also highly recommend um, – If you can figure this out and if you can navigate it, having like an ally in the family, Mm
1: -hmm. like,
0: you know, like, for example, if you're like, it's very difficult for me to talk to my grandma about these sort of things, but my uncle gets it. Mm -hmm. Like, is there any way that your uncle could also start to have that conversation with your grandma, too? Mm. So that maybe if they don't want to listen to you because you're young and because you're their kid, like maybe they're down to listen to somebody else in the family. Mm and it's two voices over one so it yeah. can help you know so but also that person can then become a person that you feel safe with later yes. and just be like you and i let's go to lunch you and i we're gonna set the kids table together and yeah. we're gonna decorate cookies together because i don't want to deal with any other people mm-hmm. you know just like having an ally can be really helpful yeah. and all, just for safety and like mental bandwidth but then also helpful for like having an ally to to help with
1: those conversations too yeah And we do recognize that all of these things require a lot of emotional labor. Yeah. And so you know what you can handle. You also know your family. Give yourself the opportunity and give other people the opportunity to change, to grow, to Mm -hmm. learn, of course. Um, But also, if it does come down to after giving people those chances, after having those hard... Conversations. If it does come down to having to cut people off or do whatever's best for you, know that that is no fault of your own. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not for lack of trying. It's not because of anything you could have done differently. Um, it sometimes that's just the way that it happens. You know, um, Capri was talking about how and how you can have that conversation, communicating that this genuinely hurt me, and I know it's never your intention to hurt me, and that is true for a lot of people. Unfortunately, for some people. That may not be the case, yeah, sometimes they do, want yes, to do that. and that is so incredibly hard, mm-hmm. um, especially because of the way that we are taught to to perceive our family structure, and these are, this is supposed to be where mm-hmm. I feel the most safe and the most protected and the most loved, and it is just ugh ridiculous that that is not the case for so many people, um, but that's what's so cool about even having this podcast, like even being here with you guys, like. There is so much community. There's so much chosen family. There's so much love Mm -hmm. um, outside of just, you know, the bonds that we were born into. And to be able to lean into that almost like makes me even happier. Don't get me wrong. Like having a a beautiful, strong family bond is amazing. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. um, And the people who do get to um, enjoy that are so, so, so lucky. Um, But do not for a second think that your chosen family bonds are any lesser like yeah friends miss for us we go hard in the paint and we cry every year i cry e- we cry every single time um because of course it's beautiful to have the people who's who you are you know connected to um by blood biologically. yeah but the people who you choose who you've um crossed paths with by chance or who you really feel like you were m- meant to be with don't
0: make lives. eye contact with me i'll try i will literally sob right now i'll sob
1: like there's for me there's even more beauty in that yeah um and so yeah do whatever you gotta do to be okay this holiday season if if that means you know spending time with your your family family that's great and do whatever you need to do. take your break set your boundaries have your hard conversations phone your friends right You got this. Mm -hmm. And if that's also taking space and leaning into your chosen family, have the best fucking time. Love on your people. Love
0: that. And also, like, I think, you know, I was someone for a very long time, had a really hard time building my, like, friend community. Mm. And it's difficult. It's really difficult, especially if you're someone who wasn't really raised in a community, like... Like a community, like you're right, right, you know. So for me, uh, I I really like took it upon myself to invest this year in my community because I was like, Well, I'm struggling a little bit, my chosen family, and I don't just want to be like me, my partner, and my dog all the time. Like Mm -hmm. I wanna have other people that fill the buckets of the things that I need so I can also fill their buckets and we can do the things that we do. Mm -hmm. And so if that's you and you're like, damn, like I'm not really connected with my family that much and like My one or two really good friends who I love are, like, really connecting with their families. This could be just a gentle reminder that next year or even you want to start now, like, you know, begin to invest in building your community. Go to community building events. Mm -hmm. You know, what are the things that you like to do? How can you connect with other people who like doing those things? Because I don't – I know very few people who don't want to make any more friends. Yes, people want community yes and if you are willing to be a good friend and work on friendship and invest in friendship you're going to get friendship mm-hmm. i believe so um it could be just a gentle reminder like hey okay like you know this season of my life is going to be the season where i give a lot to my friends and maybe i take a little bit and this is literally just coming from me because me and Ashley had a whole thing yesterday that my family was <laughs> being so not cool mm, not cool at all so not cool nope. And I was, like, crying on the couch to Ashley, and I was, like, man. And Ashley was being, like, very loving. I was, like, chill as a family. And I was, like, you're so fucking right. (laughs) You're so fucking right. So this could be a season where you maybe take a little bit of that energy and that, like, that dedication that you're giving to your family and maybe pull it a little back Mm -hmm. and then funnel that instead into building a community of people who like to do the things that you do and, like, who will, like, you know, like, call you on your birthday and that kind of Mm -hmm. thing. So um, I recommend that and also i think it's okay too for like i think sometimes we feel that dichotomy of like i don't want to be around these people but i really miss them mm-hmm. and that those feelings are really normal too
1: yeah absolutely absolutely There that is the the trick of multiple things being true at once right there's no there are no wrong feelings you get to you know, stand strong in your boundaries and be proud of yourself. And also, grieve the relationships that you wish you had.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Grieving the relationship that you wish you had with your family is a mm-hmm. big one. Yeah, it's a big one. Uh,
1: yeah. so, yeah. But no matter what, we love you.
0: We love you so much. You're part
1: of our family. Yeah, our little queer family. Yeah. Listen to this and every other episode, and DM us if if you're having a hard time. You're sitting in the bathroom pooping for an hour and a half, like Capri. Send us so voicemails yeah. of your yeah, family hit us and be up.
0: like, listen, you will not fucking believe. Will like unter- Uncle Jester, Uncle Jester. Uncle Jester. I'm making up names or characters. I love it. Yeah, of course. What they just did, it and like you fucking my grandma and it, and just like you know, well, we want to be that space for you too. We yeah. may not respond super fast, but
1: no. we- I do be responding though. I Sometimes do too, I've yeah. sent voice messages back. To me people too. Me too. I've
0: been like, she did what? <laughs> yeah. <message?" laughs> Do it, do but it, do well, it, do we're it. We're here for you, yeah. And if you just need like a vacuum, like a vacuum to scream into or like a void, like I'll be that void. Absolutely. So we love you. Um, Have a good holiday. Holidays. Holidays.
1: holiday. Okay, sorry. Celebrate. <laughs> we got to go. But also before we go, because it's really important. Oh, yeah. yeah as we yeah. go into holiday
0: season, you are so, so hot. hot. And that's the crazy thing, though. Dude. That's the wildest thing Dude. about this is like... Man,
1: who, like who wouldn't want to be with with you, with oh, you on the, the, the holiday, c- getting cozy, next of the, the fireplace. fireplace. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know that song Ooh, where it's wow. like Jack Frost nipping at your nose. That's my favorite. It's the Christmas song. Um, I used to always think it was uh, Jack Frost like nibbles at your nose. Oh, and they were like, you, "It's nipping." N- yep. And I was nipping. like, "What's nipping?" He's nibbling at your nose. No. You Jack trying Frost to get down with Jack Frost? Nibbles at Anyways, nose. we're getting off track.
1: You're hot. You're so You're hot. Sexy. So is Jack Frost, baby. We don't know. Yeah, I'm maybe kidding. he's single. Yeah. Maybe hey, single. maybe you guys could hook up. Anyways, oh, no. we're going to go now. Um, I love you. Love you so much. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to a little queer podcast and hey if you want more dm us on instagram at little be back here next thursday for another episode i already miss you leave us a review but only the good kind for real for real for real and, and subscribe <laughs> i love you bye music by 118 Ooh.